Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of June 3rd, 2021. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story this week comes from Wired Magazine and is an opinion piece authored by Amitha Kalashandran entitled, Changing Minds About Why Doctors Change Their Minds. The article begins by stating that medical knowledge is always shifting, and that can be a challenge for doctors and patients. Medical school professors sometimes joke that half of what students learn will be outdated by the time they graduate. That half often applies to clinical practice guidelines, or CPGs, and can have real-life consequences. A CPG is usually drawn up by expert committees from specialized organizations and exists for almost any ailment with which a patient can be diagnosed. While the guidelines aren't rules, they are widely referred to and can be cited in medical malpractice cases. When medical knowledge shifts, guidelines shift. For example, hormone replacement therapy used to be the gold standard treatment for menopausal women struggling with symptoms such as hot flashes and mood changes. Then, in 2013, a trial by the Women's Health Initiative demonstrated that the therapy may have been riskier than previously thought, and many guidelines were revised. While the last year may have suggested otherwise, medical reversals typically happen slowly, after multiple studies shift old recommendations. But COVID-19 has certainly accelerated them, and made them much more visible, and even more unsettling. Early on in the pandemic, even some medical professionals presented the coronavirus as no more severe than the flu, before its true severity is widely described. For a time, people were told not to bother with masks, but then they were advised to try double masking. Some countries are extending the intervals between first and second vaccine doses, and of course, the state of the pandemic and our knowledge about it has been shifting constantly. Still, throughout the past year and a half, we've all experienced medical whiplash. Now, it's too early to say how those reversals will affect the way patients perceive the medical profession. On the one hand, seeing debate among medical experts conducted openly could give people a heightened understanding of how medical knowledge evolves. It could also instill lasting skepticism in the medical field. In 2018, researchers analyzed 50 years' worth of polling data on trust in medicine. In 1966, 73% of Americans reported having confidence in the leaders of the medical profession. But by 2012, that number had dropped to 34%. No one has explored the ever-changing nature of science more prominently than Viennese scientist and philosopher Thomas Kuhn. In The Structure of Scientific Revolutions, which was published in the early 1960s, he proposed that science shapeshifts, or advances, through five sequential phases— The first involves accepting normal science, the prevailing theory or paradigm, and conducting experiments that merely verify and reinforce this paradigm. During this phase, skepticism is often suppressed. Phase two involves finding an anomaly that doesn't fit with that paradigm, but treating it as an outlier. In phase three, a critical mass of threatening anomalies lead to a crisis, which prompts phase four, a revolution, by way of a series of new experiments to test alternative theories. Finally, a new worldview emerges, a mature science. That is phase five. Kuhn based his phases primarily on physics. What happens when we apply them to medicine and healthcare? Well, when we deal with human lives and preventing illnesses, advancement can look a lot like flip-flopping. Medical reversals place doctors in a bind, 
Improved medical knowledge represents progress, but honestly admitting to a past error may lead patients to see them as incompetent, breeding mistrust. And this highlights the paradox of medical science. Getting doctors to be comfortable expressing uncertainty may be the surest way to instill patient trust. Stephen Hatch, a professor of infectious diseases at the University of Massachusetts, argues that medical reversals unsettle us because both medical professionals and patients are too fixated on being sure. The public often thinks that they go to a doctor, the doctor runs a test, and the test reveals the truth. But most of the time, we weigh sets of data and arrive at weighted possibilities, which are not rock solid, said Hatch. Doctors might approach different kinds of patients differently. Some patients are comfortable with uncertainty and risk. Others, say Hatch, struggle to deal with ambiguity in their lives in general. With the latter, doctors must resist the temptation to create a false sense of certainty because it's really when things go wrong that a patient may feel cheated by the system. A face-to-face relationship with a doctor is one thing, and a press conference on television is another. Usually our health is a private matter, but over the past year, we've been in a national and perhaps even global doctor-patient relationship. Hundreds of millions of us have watched in real time as health experts and politicians take in information, make up their minds, and then sometimes change them. Can trust in medicine be built en masse? The medical profession at large has an opportunity, as the pandemic recedes, to re-envision the doctor-patient relationship. Flattening the hierarchy, creating space for open conversations where patients can voice their knowledge, allowing doctors to share their own humanity alongside the potential and limits of various medical treatments and the physician's knowledge. This new approach welcomes both the doctor and the patient in the same room and could improve understanding and compassion and ultimately lead to better care. If medicine moves forward through course corrections, it must take patients along with it. And you can read more of this article in our show notes. And now, other stories from this week. The World Economic Forum published an article entitled, This is what healthcare leaders see as the future for digital health. To ensure social distancing and avoid infection, healthcare practices in many countries have shifted from in-person consultations to telemedicine, and nearly two-thirds of healthcare providers across 14 global markets are now investing heavily in digital health. Even in developing countries, digital healthcare is also helping with remote access to specialists. Search Engine Journal suggests outranking your digital rivals through effective competitive research is an effective approach and shares how SEO automation can help streamline your competitive research process so you can spend time on tasks that will actually move the needle. Forbes shares how J.P. Morgan Chase launched its own health business unit three months after Haven imploded. And lastly, be sure to check out the Source podcast by ATA, an interview with Ron Emerson, global healthcare lead at Zoom. Greg Matthews recently sat down with Ron Emerson for a conversation about how Zoom became not only the dominant video conferencing platform, but an actual part of our healthcare lexicon. And you can find all of these stories in our show notes. And that's it for this week's TPS 5. If you like the latest in healthcare news in an email format delivered weekly to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the TPS report, which you can sign up for on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Stay safe. Be positive and have a great week.